1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Man Podcast. I'm your host, Chris the Man. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to another interview podcast. First of all, happy Easter. It is the Easter edition of the podcast. Uh, first of all, I got to apologize. I know it's on Saturday. I'm off for re- all of us here at Crispy on the Web. Wish you guys happy Easter. We are off for the weekend. We are no, long- we- no longer, I'm I saying. We are not uh, available this weekend. We are taking some much-needed break. We'll be back on Tuesday Tuesday, just to let you guys know that. Anyways, today we have John uh, from host of Emo Dojo Podcast. How's it going, John? What's up, man? Happy Easter to you. And, uh, Likewise. For
0: having me on your show, Chris. I appreciate you, and uh, I I loved having you on Emo Dojo, so it's fun to be on your show yeah. as well. Thanks.
1: We're kind of doing like uh, vice versa, kind of, I guess. little episode swap, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Nice. We're kind of self-promoting each other, I guess, in a way. Yeah,
0: yeah, it helps. I mean, independent podcasters, Need all the help that they can get, that we can get. So yeah, it's mm-hmm. kind of fun because, and plus,
1: it gives us practice,
0: right? Practice talking. Mm-hmm. Like I'm empathetic to any mistakes we might make, so it's all good. Yeah. I'm to- this
1: is that, so- and this is actually my second podcast within two days apart. So I've been really, really busy with interviews. Excellent, man. Getting in that flow. Yeah, exactly. uh Yeah. So for those who don't know, I was on John's podcast with JoJo. What was it? Three about three weeks ago, I guess from the time this goes up. Yeah. So um, pretty much it's been about three or four weeks since i've been on it so you know that's how i got to know john and we connected through twitter and all that uh kind of a little backstory behind that uh, i do encourage it, you guys to go listen to that interview uh, i will maybe post that i'll link that into the description as well so you guys can go check it out Th- that if you for those who have not yet listened to it i'm doubling my words today
0: no you're doing fine i thought that interview was fun too the interview we did i i enjoyed what the things we talked about because we get to hear our own interviews as we go back and edit them so yeah uh, well well versed and overall i'm like yeah that was actually pretty entertaining so yeah, yeah good job man.
1: so today we're going to talk about john's podcast evil dojo most mostly he's going to be uh talking about his podcast um uh, talking about you know uh a lot about his podcast and some other stuff that i kind of stumbled upon on his pages i kind of was kind of lurking around i finished up this morning i was kind of lurking around so i uh, we're going to talk about different things so so first of all, <laughs> what is Emo Dojo about? So Emo Dojo
0: started out a while back after I'd been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. And by that point in my life, I'd pretty much been dismissed from most of my family and social circles. So I was really alone and I had nobody to really talk to my things about. So I had started the show at first called Bipolar Style. And in, you know, in hindsight, it's really hard to promote mm-hmm. and get people to help you promote something that says bipolar. Mm-hmm. So after a while, I'm like, OK. So I kind of faded from it. I got frustrated at one point I tried to get a co-host who uh, went overboard and just went kind of nuts. And so that like kind of hurt my feelings and made me pull back a bit. And uh, I was futzing around thinking like, how do I re- reboot this? And cause I actually like podcasting a lot. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I had given my stage name as Johnny motions, which was named after some like old characters, like wild E. Coyote and Doug yeah. E. Fresh and the drummer for Cheap Trick name with Bun E. Carlos. So I like that John E. Motions. So I yeah. developed a character called Johnny Motions and I'm like, well, he needs a place to like have a show. So I was chatting with somebody on, uh, on a Facebook group or something. And they're like, yeah, your name should be John Emo. And I'm like, well, I'm not like into emo, emo music. I don't want to be categorized like that necessarily. Although I do like that kind of music. But like, no, the, then they'll think the show is just about that. Or they'll think they'll expect me to be wearing black eyeliner and and black hair and just that stuff. So I'm like, but emo is a cool word. How about dojo? Because I'd always like martial arts and things like that. I'm like, what about emo dojo? And it rolled off the tongue nicely. Anyway, yeah. long story short, I rebranded bipolar style to emo dojo, which effectively is just a personal. Personal journal Podcast. Once in a while, I'll find somebody willing to come on, like yourself. But most of the time, it's me ranting about my weekly problems or struggles in life because I appear to be a fully functioning person, but that's because I mask my my disorders pretty well because i've had to all my life mm-hmm. so it's really this conflict and i really don't have a lot of people to talk to about it the people in my past lives i've burned bridges with tend to think that it's all bullshit like no he's just fine he's just faking mental illness yeah for, for 25 years i've been faking mental illness because it's so much fun right mm-hmm. um, but anyway so yeah emo dojo is a personal journal type podcast where
1: I basically it's a studio for my emotions. So, Emo Dojo. Yeah. Which is uh, kind of, uh, I guess in a similar way like mine, too. It's kind yeah. of a per- personal, that's probably why we connected It was because we both have personal journals. We have personal stories that we can tell tell everybody. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. And it, I mean, I don't know. I'm not like religious in that sense. I don't have a confessional booth to go to every Sunday and tell the priests my sins or anything. Yeah. And I try to be a good person anyway, but I do have like mental problem issues mm-hmm. type things I I have to try to get off my chest and um, this is one way to do I don't know if it's the best way necessarily but that's why I kind of give gave myself a stage name because my Mm -hmm. employers and prospective employers don't know that I do this yeah it's not like I wouldn't stand up for what I've done anyways but you don't need to share extra information that people don't already know about you especially when it comes to mental illness so yeah I didn't exactly station,
1: so. i totally agree what made you decide to start this
0: podcast well i'd gotten really depressed and bored and kind of bit by the hollywood bug i was in los angeles working at a software startup and we had contributed in a not insignificant way to the election of donald trump and i'm a liberal radical whatever yeah. and this was just in opposition to every fiber in my being so i got severely depressed and i was time off work and while i was off work i'm like well let Start a podcast, so that was it. But I was in Hollywood, basically, and when you're in Hollywood, everyone's doing a thing. Like nobody yeah. actually has a normal job. Everyone's a screenwriter or trying to be a stand-up comic, and you know, used mm-hmm. to be musicians um, and podcasters for sure. I'm like, oh well, it's normal for me to have a podcast. It's not too weird. And I had a lot of support. My roommate at the time, he said, yeah, I'll do a podcast with you. So it was kind of a thing. You know, when yeah. you're around entertainment people, just podcast was a normal thing to do. So that combined with me being depressed and needing to have a voice about my mm-hmm. depression and my uh, uh, bipolar disorder um, it all just kind of came to be and I was in the heart of downtown Los Angeles So I literally took my little zoom h4 thing and put mm-hmm. in a couple of mics and I would walk around in the alleys and interview Homeless people and people sleeping in the alleys and junkies and stuff like that. Wow I got really cool stories So anytime I'm in a big city. I love the opportunity to go talk to people that are on the streets.
1: Yeah Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of them uh, out in Toronto. I'm not far off from Toronto but I'm sure there's a lot of people that help there too I could go out there there and talk. What inspired you to come up with the name Emo Dojo?
0: Yeah, I'm into branding. I've been a marketing expert for, I don't know, 20 years now, uh, particularly in naming uh, projects and companies and then Mm -hmm. branding them and kind of worked backwards. I first called it bipolar style because I didn't want, excuse me, uh, I didn't like disorder. I mean, nobody's yet proven to me that it's completely a disorder. Mm -hmm. Like maybe it's just a brain style. So bipolar style came in. I had a logo worked up for the show that was two halves. Of a brain, one was just gray, and one was exploding with a spectrum of color. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm about to launch a podcast, and that night I'm reading an article in some like branding magazine or something about how people love brands with faces. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh well, that's just a brain. There's no face, so I just hmm. hmm. And it took me about four or five attempts, but I flipped the yin yang on its side, and I kept screwing with the size of the eyeballs and then the size and shape of the mouth. And I'm like until I got it perfect, I'm like, that's it, that's it, that's what I want my logo to be. It's mm-hmm. like kind of a timeless symbol, but also tweaked just enough to be unique and uh okay so i had that so now it look has a kind of a asian vibe if you will mm-hmm. with the yin yang symbol and so it was kind of a common or a, a easy step to go from bipolar style to emo dojo because the dojo part kind of looks like it represents uh asian culture like I mean, it's a japanese word mm-hmm. and by putting the the what i call emojo, the logo's name next to it so it all kind of fitted together like a, a nicely matched theme i like the way words sound emo dojo easy to think of easy to spell um Yeah, there's a lot involved with it. It sounds, it comes out simple, and people are like, oh, yeah, I like it. That's cool. Well, it's because I took a lot of time to actually think of, like, way too many details about the logo and the naming over time.
1: All right. Uh, Um, Yeah, mine just I just slapped my head photo on with the name, and that was it. I went simple. Yeah, I, I obsess.
0: I mean, everyone's got their own obsession, right? Yeah. And mine is like words and images. Yeah. So I'm into it, but I don't. I have like low self-esteem, you know, historically since I was a kid, just because mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was supported in my crazy ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't want it. To, I didn't have enough esteem to make the show be about me. Otherwise, it just would have been the Johnny Motion show or something. Um, so I'm getting there by building like Johnny Motion's as a brand, but it wasn't quite there when i was coming up with a new name for a show to yeah. just call that so yeah i'm like okay let's keep the me separate from the name of the show but they're kind of uh intersected in the fact mm. that johnny motions and emo dojo yeah. um yeah but there's a lot to go into naming the show sometimes like you're pretty ballsy to like i'm gonna be chris b right here i'm chris b on the web <laughs> uh, so I, I applaud you for that that i mean not everybody has that kind of uh, self-confidence yeah
1: even uh entertainment man was an uh, actual nickname i was given by my friend gordy big shout out to him uh, nice. here i go out people again. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah, I love that. Because people love to hear their names on, on different podcasts, too. I think that's awesome. But yeah,
1: he gave me the nickname, and I've had it for, I don't know, almost 10 years now. About 10 years. More than I, 10 years, probably. That's awesome. Yeah, um, And I noticed, uh, I was going through your Johnny Emotions uh, link tree. You have a Twitch. What's that all
0: about? So that is a holding place. I've been a drummer for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, since as long as I can remember. I've seen pictures of me as a kid at Christmas when I'm like a toddler marching down a stair with a drum for mm-hmm. Christmas. I love drums. I can't not play the drums. And I've been trying to figure out a way to uh, just live stream. Mm-hmm. Mostly it's been an issue of you know having a mental illness and trying to maintain the income it takes to buy the gear and set up a studio for it. Yeah. But the long and short of it, Emo Dojo ultimately will be a non-profit drum studio to where people can... Remember we talked on when you were on my show about yes. how we get frustrated, we need ways to like get that out of our system?
1: Yes, I remember that. So
0: Emo Dojo is going to be a drum studio, but more for an athletic purpose than a musical purpose. Mm-hmm. In other words, we're going to focus on rhythm and we're going to focus on uh, separation of your limbs and sequencing and timing and uh, balance and things like that. But also hitting drums really hard to get it out of your system yeah. part of that is going to be live stream Because I don't want just one emo dojo where I live I'd like them in little towns all over connected where people can just show up and beat the crap out of drums mm-hmm. So to connect those the twitch channel was the next uh, logical step So I've been kind of toying around is it gonna be YouTube is it gonna be twitch uh, is it gonna be everywhere at once? But I think that's too hard, so it'll probably be primarily on twitch mm-hmm. And that will be uh, me most likely with some kind of head covering, like Mm -hmm. an LED mask with crazy lights like you see at a rave concert. Yeah. Or not me at all. There's gonna be some kind of mystique in there, but it's going to be uh, me beating shit out of drums live on Twitch, (laughs) encouraging other drummers in other emo dojos around the world to uh,
1: sync up and have a gigantic drum circle <laughs> all around the world drumming together via twitch yeah. i believe your username on there is emo dojo i believe if i remember
0: correctly yeah yeah twitch uh, slash emo dojo so if you want to follow along that will be a project there's nothing happening there right now yeah but that's the next evolution of course is to uh, get on my drum set and put up start putting up some live stream videos because a lot of times people meet me and they've known me because i move from town to town every couple of years and mm-hmm. there's entire groups of people that have never seen me play drums and most of my longtime friends are like, dude, you still play drums. I'm like, yeah, of course, yes. It's like playing uh like breathing to a drummer. Like, yes, I never stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and COVID has been kind of good for practice, so I've been practicing a lot. So yeah, Twitch will be uh Twitch slash emo dojo will be uh straight up uh, global mm-hmm. drum circle online.
1: Sounds awesome. I'm gonna have to definitely tune into that when that uh, gets started up for sure. Yeah, it should be fun. Yeah, get your yahs out, quick punching <laughs> the walls, man. We'll just exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I I look at it every day like oh I gotta get this fixed and I gotta stop punching the darn wall.
0: I'm going to send you one of these like uh, uh, these. I'll send you an Emo Dojo sticker to put on the hole you punched (laughs) in your wall. So every time you think of punching the wall, you think like, oh yeah, I got to get a drum or something.
1: Yeah, definitely. definitely. You love about Emo Dojo
0: podcast. I love it that it gives me the opportunity to get things out of my head. Sometimes you get stuck in your own thoughts and if you don't have anybody near you to share them with Mm -hmm. and especially through COVID, there hasn't been a lot of opportunity to go out and mingle with strangers. So a lot of times I consider these things like uh, bus stop conversations something you would tell a stranger at a bus stop that you really just want to say that I don't know you're never going to see that person again mm-hmm. and I feel that way about podcasting I, I don't get a lot of feedback from the people that listen I just see that there's a lot of numbers um, which makes me sometimes feel like I'm flying alone in outer space um, but that said I, it, even if I am alone in outer space it helps to get the thoughts and the ideas out of my head because I ruminate a lot
1: yeah okay uh, so most favorite moment oh, uh, yeah that's right most favorite moment with this podcast probably the most recent i i don't think t- i mean i'm
0: i have a hard time thinking about things in the past mm-hmm. i've tried to so yeah it would probably be my always like my most recent interview so it would be with you mm-hmm. honestly i mean that's just i don't want to sound like i'm sucking up or anything but <laughs> i just don't once i edit something and throw it in the can i delete the audio files and everything i don't save anything it's just my nature mm-hmm. so i don't really think of what happened so it takes me a minute there's been some good authors um there's been some pluses uh, i don't go on other people's shows as much i was on uh show called That B Word with Becky. She's another kind of uh, mental health podcaster. Mm -hmm. That was fun to be on her show. Watching the milestones grow, like when you start clicking over certain uh, you know, numbers of downloads and things like that, it makes you feel good kind of superficially. Uh, But no, it's really talking to cool people. I talk to people overseas a lot. That's really fun. I like doing that because then more than just talking about mental health or mental illness, we're talking about like, oh, what's it like in your town? What kind of roofs do the houses have? How tall are the trees where you live? Um, So those kind of things are fun. It's like
1: miniature vacation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so favorite, I guess. Um, I've already gotten to the episode you try to be. What kind of topics do you talk about on Emo Dojo?
0: So it ranges from the topic of my guest. So if I'm bringing a guest on or someone agrees to show up, it's the topic is obviously them or if their podcast or their book or mm-hmm. whatever they're working on. When it's not that, um, it kind of goes between two different categories. One will be just me bitching about some moaning and whinging about just some. I just can't get over in my own head, which I don't know. Those are the ones where I get the most relief, but they also are the most cringeworthy because they're out in public now and I'm like, I'll oh, see, people who hate me are going to use that against me anyway, and people who don't know me are going to think, who the hell is this weirdo just sharing way too much? Um, but I don't know. And then the other ones are me finding out new things about how the brain works. I mm-hmm. like those a lot. One of my favorite new subjects of study is called uh, alexithymia because um, I was freaking out. I was like trying to fig- dissect what happened at the Oscars when Will Smith's Chris Rock. Yeah. Like, what makes a person pop, snap? Because mm-hmm. you snap, I snap. We all snap, right? Yeah. And clearly, it's the wrong thing to do. But I'm like, well, beyond the obviously, it's the wrong thing to do. But what happens? What happens in the brain? Um, and there's a as uh, uh, a thing that uh, post-traumatic vets get when they come back from is called IED, yeah, explosive disorder, mm-hmm. and they just go off. So anyway, I'm looking at uh, alexithymia lately. So that'll be a topic of an po- upcoming episode. I did one on a thing called anosa notion, mm-hmm. which is a topic where you don't know that you're sick in the head. You have no con- Concept. So therefore, you're not going to a doctor because you don't think anything is wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so anytime I find a weird subject or something we haven't really covered or isn't talked about much in the mainstream media, mm-hmm. but it definitely pertains to your brain health. Yeah, those are the things I like, and I tried to be, excuse me, inclusive of the whole range from people mm-hmm. with psychotic disorders um, to you know emotional disorders, mood disorders, personality disorders, autism disorders. So I try to include all of us because I, the more I do the research, the more I start to think, well, this shit is all interconnected some way. If we can solve one of these problems we might be able to solve all of them.
1: Mm-hmm. You just kind of gave me an idea. I'm going to have to write this down after. It's to talk about, you know, living my life with autism, you know, how I, you know, adapted to that at the start. You just kind of opened not a new can of, I wouldn't say a can of worms, but like an idea to kind of more open up. So thank you.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. new avenue of research, right?
1: Yeah. It just, yeah. Cause it's really neat. We're smart
0: enough to get it. And clearly you function in real life too. And you probably have similar problems to me where people People think you're normal until they hang out with you a while. Then they just think you're kind of weird, but they can't figure out what makes you weird. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you don't need to know why I'm weird. You just need to know that I can function normal. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm always getting into the brain science because I I have this fantasy that I could convert people with facts Mm -hmm. and science. Yeah, it's not. They get their stigma in their head about Mm -hmm. certain labels and then we're stuck with
1: that perception. Especially uh, some of my staff know me so well. They know people that know you so well. They kind of know how you tick, how you work on a regular basis.
0: Yeah, yeah, and they'll tolerate some of our, our weirdnesses. Yeah, exactly. eccentricities. you know, they'll, they're okay with that because they know the value of the other stuff that we bring.
1: That's very true. Yeah. How, how long have you been doing your podcast? Since, well, 2016. Wow, that's longer than I've been doing
0: this one. <laughs> well, I, I can't, sometimes I'll go like uh, a month, two, three months without yeah. an episode, but I can't let it go and I keep paying for the podcast hosting. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm paying for it. I should just start it up again. And I don't jump to a new feed and start a new show. I've tried that a couple of times. In fact, mm-hmm. I think I've renamed my show like four times but I can't let go of my feed. I'm like, well these listeners are still coming back and this feed keeps growing, so let me just keep making a podcast. Yeah. I'll just keep making a podcast and hopefully people keep listening. And That's the thing about podcasting, man. If you just keep going, people, mm-hmm. more and more people will find you. Yeah, You, you, you have to, especially if you're in a weird niche, niche market like ours where who wants to listen to just weird dudes talk about weird stuff? Not a lot relative mm-hmm. to who wants to hear a comedian's famous comedian's podcast. Or a political podcasts, like I'm not that. Yeah. Except for people like us, you mm-hmm. just have to go longer, but you will eventually start picking up more and more people because mm-hmm. even though they don't, might not preach it on the on social media, they'll will mm-hmm. tell one person. Yeah, you know, and then,
1: and you'll get those connections. Like uh, I've gotten, I've been reached out by so many different people for interviews. Uh, you know, I, Terry Tucker was one of them, and uh, Poria, who I just recently interviewed on Friday and was just up recently on the platforms, like that's the, the best thing about doing the podcast is you yeah. you make connections you uh you know have people on as a guest it, it just keeps growing and growing and growing yeah
0: every little bit and you've got to have the tenacity and put out the effort even though if it sucks then so you might put out a couple bad podcasts in a row you might have no ideas or no guests but you somehow have to keep going if you want to eventually mm-hmm. find that one or two or three extra yeah centers. yeah it's it's slow to go but you know i consider it a hobby so why not keep going you know exactly yeah i love it
1: and uh uh, even if you don't have a, a guest, you always can just come up with a. You can just talk about anything the week that yeah. you don't have a guest on. You just pull out a topic. I have, yeah, yeah. actually, I have a full folder. Look I have a folder man. of ideas. I have it on my USB key of ideas already written. Uh, I have notes so done. It. It's just, I'm way ahead of myself. It's just, just in case. I just print them off and I put them in the folder. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome.
0: I, I get stuck in my own head times about what to talk about because I think of, like, oh, I'd love to talk about about this and then I get tripped up thinking yeah. well is that on brand of my podcast or is that something even the listeners would want to know about mm-hmm. I don't because I, I don't know I, I just don't know what they like to listen to just, I think they like to listen to me talk about bipolar stuff pretty, mm-hmm. pretty sure that's it
1: yeah like uh I wasn't expecting people to enjoy stuff about my adventures with YouTube when I was still a YouTuber back then and like I'm like I'm looking at the numbers like wow 40 50 people listen to it and like wow it's just it blows your mind just to look at the what works and what does doesn't work. Yeah, that, and that's fascinating to
0: me. That's the hobby part. that Because you just go into look at the stats, and Apple Podcast gives us more things to look at now, which is great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's what I was looking at. I'm like, is it ones with guests that have the most hits? Is it the most recent? Because I leave them all up, all, all the way back to the day, which is why you get a lot of hits. Because if somebody actually finds you and likes you, they'll go yeah. listen infinitely. They'll go through all the hundreds of episodes mm-hmm. just because they're bored and they let it run. Yeah. So I keep those in there. But, man, there's some probably trashy episodes back there. <laughs>
1: I've had I've had my share of not so good episodes. Like, man, I kind of hem and hawing. Should I really put this up or should I pull it down? Like, right, so, yeah. like that bus one. I did one about my on demand bus service here. Like, do I really want to put it up? Do I want to pull it down when it went up? It did well, though. But I mean, you know, sometimes you just have to go with your gut.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And the part of the thing is, I think, is it fun and will it do any damage? And if it, if it meets that criteria, cool. Because I don't want my hobby to do damage mm-hmm. to myself or other people and i don't want um if it's not fun why do it mm-hmm. so the least fun thing is just editing and doing the you know peripheral administrative work but yeah
1: not, other than that doing a podcast is a blast it is for sure uh so which of the topics you enjoyed i guess you've kind of answered that which topics you enjoyed the most is like more about uh, the mental health right it
0: is. It's finding new things and trying to, when I find out complicated scientific things about how the brain's working, for example, I try to get it down so that people like me could understand them later. Mm-hmm. I recently started something called transcranial direct current stimulation. It's a, a brain zapper. It's a band you put on your head and it zaps electricity into your frontal lobe. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that I think that fucking worked. Excuse my language. Well, I'm like, whoa, because I had depression pretty bad. And within a week, I'm like, where did my depression go? I'm not in for fads or junk science, astrology, crystals, none of that. So I'm like, what? really going on here yeah yeah it turned out that the electricity was stimulating have you ever seen what uh like sea anemones look like the little fingers underwater yeah. orally things so deep in your brain there are microscopic ones of those things called astrocytes mm-hmm. and what happens apparently in depressed people is your astrocytes just kind of droop down and fall asleep mm-hmm. well the electricity stimulates your astrocytes so if you'd imagine like the little phalanges on those uh sea anemones that's what's happening i'm like oh wow that's cool i just waken up my astrocytes well how do you explain that that's a weird thing to explain but i try to do it you know visually in a way that a listener can understand because i don't have no visuals to show people it's just the audio podcast so yeah th- that's the fun thing is whenever i find something super interesting and i find out the, the mechanical workings of a brain that i'm able to share that's cool because again to my point all of us with different brain spectrum disorders uh would benefit from learning any new thing like this
1: exactly yeah so your podcast mentioned music talk uh any very fo- i can't talk i'm not going to erase <laughs> that that's gonna stay in there blooper real uh your podcast mentions music talk any favorite genres to talk about
0: i grew up uh in the thrash era so while it's not my favorite kind of music now i kind of have a strong nostalgic spot for uh particularly bay area thrash like mm-hmm. metallica and exodus and testament death angel and bands mm-hmm. like that um but generally rock yeah hard rock that's not to say because a lot of people like yeah i like anything except country well i like country too i like k-pop weird music whatever mm-hmm. just throw it at me as long as it's a good version of that genre Mm-hmm. I like it, which is kind of cheating. It's kind of like a, I like all championship sports. I don't like watching sports. I just like watching the main top game. It's kind of my way with music. Once the best percolates to the top of the genre, I'm pretty mm-hmm. much into it. Having been a drummer for um, most of my life, I definitely like music that you can sense a pulse. It doesn't necessarily have to have drums where I want to tap my feet to it. Like opera, I'm not huge on opera. I've mm-hmm. been to the opera several times, but I'm not huge on it because I can't feel the pulse. I feel, I feel the need to incessantly... Yeah. Brrr, and opera does not have the... <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but mostly metal, punk. Um, I like tons of rap. i um, big into reggae because I smoke a lot of pot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like that. Any favorite bands you've talked about? On that show, we're just getting, a, it's called Music Talk Now. We're going to do that on Spotify. So we're going to review current music and Spotify will let us play the entire song mm-hmm. legitimately. Um, so that's going to be new bands. Let's see. Recently, the newest bands I've listened to that I like were something like a band called Bad Flower. Mm-hmm. I like those guys. They're, well, admittedly a bit of an emo band, but they got a good sense of humor and uh, self-reflective. Uh, a great song I just heard was Dan Bongiorno uh, called You Must Be Cold. So I'm always like, so this is a reflection of a lot of my peers say things like, oh, there's no good music today. All the music sucks. It all sounds like old music. So music talk now is my quest to find the best current music that people like, oh yeah, that's actually pretty good because there's so much good music out there. It's just a matter of digging through it, which literally takes... All day, sometimes I'll just go through and listen to music list mm-hmm. while I'm driving. Um, so, anyway, yeah, it's hard rock, and and lately a band maybe like Badflower mm-hmm. probably be high on my list
1: of cool new bands. All right, yeah. Uh, what do you love about podcasting in general?
0: There's there's a couple of things, right? Because I'm kind of a gear geek, and while I don't buy a lot of gear, I love shopping for gear, I like mm-hmm. looking at specs and then putting on a wish list and like anticipating the money and that I finally get the gear. So, uh, honestly, part of the fun about shopping, I mean, about podcasting as a hobby, anyway, mm-hmm. is the gear. It's like, but what, what makes the best sound? What's the best sound for this environment for my voice? Blah blah blah. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the geekery of it, like the, the technical <laughs> stuff. Not the not the editing. Editing's a little boring. I'm not really too much into staring at a screen, but I do like touching mics and getting all up in the gear and then talking. Literally talking. <laughs> 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 As you could probably tell, like, oh yeah, my favorite part about podcasting. It's an excuse to talk. Like otherwise, yeah. I'm here alone. Who am I going to be talking to? Exactly. I with my friends too much. Then they're all like, dude, we've heard that. Story, shut up! Shut up! Um, and so, at least with podcasting,
1: y'all haven't heard most of these stories. And if you have, you can just fast forward. So,
0: yeah, the talking and the playing around with the gear.
1: uh Do you have a least moment uh podcasting? If there is any, a least favorite thing about podcasting, mm-hmm. or a low moment in
0: my podcasting history?
1: It doesn't matter. It could be you can
0: give one of each. Yeah. So um it's just editing. I'm not mm. not too much into editing, and kind of back to I don't like to go back to the past. To me, if I just had a conversation, the last thing I want to do is go listen to the conversation <laughs> I just had. Like, like I just heard that so it's editing and you know if I put it off for a week then I just don't want to do it because I'm like I don't care whatever yeah so it's editing and the low point in podcasting was when I tried to have a co-host and this person went nuts and took tried to like take over everything to the point where they got like a Gmail Mm -hmm. uh, address that matched the show's name but wasn't mine and was behind my back emailing uh, listeners to the show and accepting gifts like Mm -hmm. travel and things like that Mm -hmm. to other cities to Mm -hmm. go help those people. People with their mental health problems. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck? You're not, you're not a doctor or a therapist. You're just like a weirdo. You can't take money on behalf of my show and fly around to places and try to go help people with bipolar disorder. Yeah. So that was the low point because I had to cut that off and it created a, a, a rift and I had to shut down my online community because it just got too much and they got too many haters. So I'm like, well, I can't deal with the haters. It's too much.
1: Been there. I've been there, especially with the video project team era. I had that problem and the last two years i've had that issue too uh i had a co well i guess we would say a co-host and they kind of wouldn't let me talk you know and they were taking over the whole show and like okay i gotta get out of this reality tv stuff so only yeah. the to- only time i do it is with amy and that's gonna be not too often like two or three times a season so that is bad
0: yeah like a recurring guest i like that idea now recurring yeah. guests like a, a whack pack if you listen to howard stern people that just show mm-hmm. up routinely that's that's cool but and maybe one person that's a good co-host but it's hard to even find one good co-host everyone mm-hmm. wants to like take what you've built and make it their own and shortcut success and I'm like nah 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 nah, nah, nah. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when you're doing things like offering medical advice through the name of my show and accepting gifts worth hundreds of dollars I'm like no that, I can't do that and it sucked that I lost my community too because I, I like having people to get feedback from mm-hmm. um, I used to do it not before discord we used slack mm-hmm. and I like slack much better but yeah you can make a private group in slack so I just had all my fans of uh, bipolar style come to my slack group it was called bipolar party yeah so we just go in there and it was cool it was probably like 20 people it wasn't a lot but 20 is a uh. perfect amount for me because i'm like we could chat we could share ideas it feels like you have community mm-hmm. and uh nah, that created a bunch of division in the in the whole situation and i feel bad about it because i didn't really handle it well i didn't like handle it bad, mm-hmm. bad but i didn't handle it in a, in a way that made it successful so i, mm-hmm. feel like I failed and uh, so that was a low yeah. point
1: i still feel bad about that um but you know you got to move on exactly you know i kind of i kind of lost control with my old team as well. I know how that feels. I'm was, i kind of in the same boat as you. I kind of lost control and like, okay, I think it's just time for me to move on and I went on my own.
0: Yeah, and again, because it's a hobby. I'm like, well, this is not fun anymore. It's like, it's not fun and it's contentious and who needs this? Um, But again, I still have the same RSS feed so there are probably people that listen to this, not your show here, but my show, that would hear this story and go, oh, that's what happened. huh? I see. But I don't, (laughs) you know, (laughs) it's just weird.
1: It is. Yeah. Uh, so when you interviewed me a few weeks back, you mentioned, okay, so um, I want to talk a little bit about your uh, music talk now. Uh, when are you planning to launch it? So I'm going to launch that. It might go one of two ways. So I ran into something when I tested it
0: on Spotify, mm-hmm. and that is only Spotify premium users can hear the whole song I play. Yeah. And I'm not really down to selling Spotify premium subscriptions. Like mm-hmm. that's not my main goal. My main goal is to talk and introduce people new, to new songs. If, they, if anybody else listens to that podcast on Spotify. They just hear a random 30-second clip of a song. Mm-hmm. It doesn't intro. It doesn't fade in. It doesn't do anything nice. It's just a blunt 30 seconds. We, you get what we give you kind of 30 mm-hmm. seconds. sucks. So if I end up not doing it on Spotify, we'll probably just do it through our own uh, host, through Sounder. We use Sounder. Yeah. M and um, just do it there and just mm-hmm. do it my own way. But the uh, I had planned to launch that in April, but probably going to be pushed to May now mm-hmm. because um, I'm still deciding on what the hell to do with the format. So I just go total bootleg. Can run it on Sounder, mm-hmm. or screw it and say it's a Spotify yeah. podcast, which i not too inclined to do. So yeah, I'm looking for like probably May fifteenth for Music Talk. Now, all right.
1: Actually, I could recommend uh, Mixcloud.com. Uh, they allow music on there. I believe they do play. They they do pay royalties through there. But I would maybe uh, I'll send you a link after. But yeah, I, I think I, I've checked them out. Yeah. There's One other one too.
0: Is Mixcloud the one where you can have your own quote unquote radio station?
1: Yes. And, uh, yeah, yeah. A live stream, like a live stream yeah 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 i think it's like the lowest ones like 20 bucks a month or something like that I'm yes. like, yeah
0: i could probably do something like that yeah that's that's another good option too but it also looked like a lot more work that kind of like now you could put all the music you want on mm-hmm. uh, which could be excessive and i'm not sure if my listeners yet are here for me talking or for me recommending music yeah so i'm just kind of going slow and i'm also in, in real life i'm in between this weird job possible change thing because mm-hmm. you know there's money to be had and people are offering me more money so i told my boss i'm being offered more money do you want to to offer me more money and they did a little bit more so now <laughs> i've got to resolve the work issue first before yeah I on with my hobby uh yeah, enterprises
1: but yeah i thought i'd just throw that out there so
0: yeah yeah that's gonna be a cool one i think um if you go on twitter if you go to at music talk now and also uh musictalknow.com mm-hmm. and i'm big into branding so if any if i start a project i have to be able to get the dot com and the <laughs> at handles on twitter and facebook and things like that so music talk now that's gonna be something cool if you know any musicians by the way that want to mm-hmm. review their music or have them music played. I'd love to interview them and talk about their own songs.
1: Yeah, I'll uh, definitely uh, look into it. I believe I have a friend from high school. I don't know if he's doing any new covers, but I'll have to ask him. But uh, I'll definitely send him your way for sure. Yeah, that'd be neat. Uh, So uh, how often would you post it up? My podcast. The Music Talk Now. Yeah, I'm hoping
0: to do that one fairly regularly, at least once a week. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm thinking maybe more like three times a week because I just want to have a fun chat show where we can play a song or two. Mm -hmm. And I don't, one where it's just me being me playing music instead of me being me talking about mental health i'm trying to like step away from the mental health um spotlight at the same time being an advocate is kind of hard i'm not really so i'm like well maybe i just had two shows it'll be fine yeah so yeah frequency i'm thinking music talk now will probably be two to three times a week and emo dojo should be one time a week once
1: i get my work schedule set up awesome uh what do you like to do for fun when not recording just play the
0: drums i love well yeah i smoke a lot of pot and i play the drums incessant so i just have this coursing rhythm i don't know like a stimming behavior you know and if you have um autistic spectrum people in your audience mm-hmm. i i don't think i'm on the spectrum but i stim like i do these fingers are just always constantly tapping because i feel there's the rhythm going through me so mm-hmm. i feel no more pleasure and relaxation really than getting behind my drum sets and getting the uh getting the rhythms out of my head yeah so yeah that's a big thing i ride bicycles i'm big into bicycles mm-hmm. and uh uh yeah mostly those two things yeah I kn- a lot of attainment and stuff yeah. but no more than the average person
1: i know it's when i uh listening to music here in the studio i notice my hands kind of tapping the i'm doing the desk or the, my lap yeah. or something it's just i don't know i just you get into that rhythm i guess it's just yeah. music
0: that you really enjoy listening to that's right it feels like it's in us like the rhythm is always in us and it just takes the right music to unlock it
1: yeah exactly anything else you want to add that we didn't talk about today
0: no man i just want to uh, appreciate you and all the indie podcasters that you work with for keeping going because that really is the key to success mm-hmm. it's keeping going and, and understanding that this is a hobby. Hobby and it's fun but it will succeed as a hobby and maybe more um, if you just work together and keep going yeah
1: exactly and yeah. uh we've seen a lot of success on all three have done really well across the board so you know it's just just the best advice you could probably give someone is just keep on working right
0: yeah that's right persist i mean if, if all else fails persist just live to see another day and and try something new if whatever worked today yeah you know, it didn't work try something new tomorrow
1: exactly and consistency is key also i think so it might be but still
0: persistence Will overall yeah. consistent any day. I, I'm proof of that because, yeah. like I said, I've sometimes once a month, once every three months. Now it's well, I'll try to be once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that I'm still doing it, that's why I have an audience. Like, yeah. It wasn't the consistency that built the audience, it was the persistence, the idea that you just got to keep going. So never stop, mm-hmm. stop. Like take a break, call it a new season, do whatever, but man, just keep going.
1: Just mm-hmm. keep. Going. Yeah. Uh, is there any links you, or social media you like to promote? Let's keep it simple. They can just go to emodojo.com. Com,
0: E-M-O-D-O-J-O dot com. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will lead you to the website where all the podcast files are. You can just listen to them directly there. And there's plenty of links there. You can go to Um mm-hmm. and you'll see my Twitter links and whatever. Whatever socials I'm active on that week will be at my dot coms. Perfect. I'd like to yeah. thank
1: you for coming on, John. Uh, always a pleasure. Any new projects, just hit me up and I'll have you back on for sure.
0: For sure, man. Do the same too. And share the word with any other podcasters that have other shows that you want to promote. I'm happy to have y'all on emo dojo or music talk now either one
1: perfect uh thanks dude no problem and you guys can find uh join the facebook group by searching crispy on the web on facebook twitter instagram at crispy on the web and i will see you guys on thursday for the bonus episode of the podcast until then have a great rest of your easter and i will talk to you guys on thursday bye for now thanks for listening we'll be back next week again for a fresh round it's the entertainment man podcast